Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Oh, I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. All right, let's do it. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. The Iowa caucuses yesterday. Mm-hmm. Where do you want to start with this, David? Well, I, I, we can just lay out the basics. I'm sure you're aware. Uh, Donald Trump achieving a historic victory in Iowa, winning more than 50% of the vote. Um, that that margin has never happened before by a non-incumbent president. I mean, so in other words, like Barack Obama, I think, may have had a challenger or two, and he won 99% of the vote or something like that. Trump had a couple of challengers in 2020 won 99 or 98% of the vote. But as far as an actual open primary process, nobody's ever won by this kind of margin before. Right. Yeah. And I don't think a lot of people saw this, say, a year ago right now. Oh, no. A victory (laughs) of this magnitude. No. (laughs) I mean, a lot of things flipped in this amount of time. Um, But there was a little controversy. Yeah, yeah. And I think they might have – I'm not questioning the win – in Iowa necessarily, but um, how quickly they called the race before people even started voting yeah. was was kind of a shock to me. And, I, you know, given all of the drama that happened with the Arizona call in 2020, I'm kind yeah. of surprised that media outlets would do this. And I think the DeSantis campaign has a legitimate gripe, not that I think it would have changed the outcome overall. But when they're out there saying, hey, we were whipping up votes and people are getting notifications on their phone saying it's over. And so, yeah, the uh, Ron DeSantis's campaign manager, James uh, Utmeyer, was not happy. Here's what he said to N- NBC News. Well, what happened tonight is appalling. The media calling the race for Donald Trump before votes have been cast. I personally spoke uh, in multiple precincts in front of hundreds of voters. And while I'm presenting and delivering the closing argument to Ron De- for Ron DeSantis and actually flipping voters, people start getting alerts on their phone saying the race is over before they've even won. Uh, one, one guy said, why, why do we even bother voting if it's already over? That is absurd. That challenges the very tenets of our Republican democracy, and that should not happen. Um, we still expect a good night. I know, you know it's going to take a while for votes to come in, uh, but you can't taint the process like that. Having a, a victory declared before people have even voted, before arguments have been heard, that's not right. I'm sorry. The last half, I couldn't hear what he was saying. I, I was yeah. rocking with Kansas. God, you are, that's carry exactly. On my I yeah, couldn't yes. help myself. <laughs> I'm following along to this song. I'm not paying any attention. So, David, if you want to tell us what he said, we'd appreciate it. <laughs> basically, I can't tell you that was Kansas, though, in the background. Yeah, basically, I'm mad that they called the race this quickly. Yeah. I mean, it was within half an hour. So, I, I think there's a legitimate gripe. I don't know how much it would have altered the outcome. But, yeah, when you're, when you're whipping up votes and you're maybe getting people to your candidate's side and then it's over before anybody's cast a vote, yeah, that does suck. But you can also make the argument. All right, am I going to go out tonight? It's freezing, but cold. Yeah. I think I'll just stay and it's already over. Right. No, I, yeah. Again, though, I don't think it really had much to do with the outcome, as you said. But yeah, if, if, I mean, dude, you're talking millions and millions of dollars spent and you're busting your butt all across the state for months and months and months, you would be ticked off. I do understand that. Oh, yeah. But carry on, my wayward son. 
There'll be peace when, when you, you are, are done. done. Yeah, well, you got that right. Maybe today's the day then, Ron. <laughs> I'm just yeah. saying. Yeah. Oh, that, that he's going to call it? May, well. He's not going to call it. No, he's probably not. But, I, I dude, I don't. I, Trump's ready to call it. He's like, it's time to come together. Well, yeah, he was ready to call it like a year ago. Well, it's kind of like, you know, I'm going to beat on you people for a while. And then we'll all be friends. Yeah. It'll be all right. You know, we want to come together. <laughs> Uh, whether it's Republican or Democrat or yeah. liberal or conservative, it would be so nice if we could come together and straighten out the world and straighten out the problems and straighten out all of the death and destruction that we're witnessing. That's yeah. practically never been like this. It's uh, just so important. And I want to make that a very big part of our message. We're going to come together. It's going to happen soon, too. It's going to happen soon. You were impressed with what Trump said last uh, night, Well, Scott. first, I got to tell you, first of all, I was a little bit taken back by it because I'm like, when's the fireworks start? When does the sanctimonious come out? Right. You know, when do the nicknames come out? Darling Nikki or whatever he calls her, I don't know. <laughs> Bird but, brain, I believe, is what he settled on. You know, yeah. Okay. You're channeling Prince. <laughs> I'm sorry. But uh, that didn't happen. And I'm watching this guy, and I'm like, holy smokes. He's dialed it back quite a bit. He's talking about coming together. He's talking naming uh, liberals and conservatives all working together towards a goal and, and all that. And it's like, wow, that's so not Trumpy. I think he did that before in 2016. Did he? Like, yeah, after after a contest would be done, uh, congrats to Ted, you know, ran it well. We like our chances here. I mean, I could be completely, to quote Roger Clemens, misremembering that, but yeah. that's as I remember it. Well, I, I think But then also. he would go right back to hitting people hard again. I think also when you realize when when you're looking at the numbers and saying it was such a decisive victory, what's the point? You know, <laughs> what's the what's the point in beating a dead horse? You know, yeah. you've got this one. Yeah, that is true. That's true. Uh, meanwhile, um, Joy Reid spoke on a number of different things last night yeah. on MSNBC. Um, I don't know that I've heard this particular clip yet. Yeah. Well, MSNBC's Joy Reid claims that Nikki Haley, who came in third. Uh, in Iowa, can't win the nomination because of her race. Of course, it's always got to go back to the race, doesn't it? Jeez. Tired, tired, oh, tired. Oh, gosh. Here we go. Go ahead. I mean, it, it's the elephant in the room. She's still a brown lady that's got to try to win in a party that is deeply anti-immigrant and which accepts hold on the notion that you can say immigrants oh. are poisoning the blood of our country. All right, hold on a second. Okay. Just a gut feeling. If you were to go out and poll people that you know, how many think of Nikki Haley, quote, as a brown person? I, I've never even heard that discussed. So, Well, it's it's been discussed, and, and on, on Joy Reid's own network, well, yeah. the discussion has revolved around whether or not she's really a brown person. <laughs> That's true. That's true. It's just so lame. You know, so lame. It's one of the things that they're going to go back to again and again and again. No matter how ridiculous it may sound to a lot of us, they are going to try to play some sort of race card with everything to ridiculous proportions like this. She's getting, you know, birthered by Donald Trump. Um, and I Hold on, birthered. What does she mean by that, David? I, I've seen that from the left. Dude, I mean, Mehdi Hassan, who no longer works for MSNBC, um actually tweeted out uh, an article about how, I think it was the Huffington Post maybe that did this article about how, oh, you know that 
Huh, Nikki Haley one time checked her race as white? <gasps> is she really who she, who she says she is? Oh, my gosh. I mean, they're the, over yourselves. They're it's the one, so tired. The, these are the ones that have, like, the, 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 the paint samples, and they're holding them up to people to see if they're really counting as a black person or a brown <laughs> person, you know, calling everybody else racist. It's amazing to watch this happen. Okay, on it goes. Um, and I don't go, care how much the donor class likes her, which will yeah. ramp up a lot, the better yeah. she does in New yes. Hampshire. So it's still a challenge. I don't see how she becomes the nominee of that party with <laughs> Donald Trump still around. I can't picture it happening. Maybe it could happen. Ron DeSantis's only argument for staying in it is he's the white guy. <laughs> oh, God. Just remarkable. It's like the one-trick pony. You just got to keep going back to it again and again and again. It's all you got. Well, I, I also, I mean, I'd, I'd be remiss if I didn't point out that Democrats had the most diverse presidential candidate field in American political history. <laughs> and they wound up with the crusty old white guy, Joe she Biden. Sure yes. <laughs> I mean. So to boil everything down to like the the skin color, like a pot meat kettle, well, it's the same thing, over and over and over. And honestly, I think it's to the point where a lot of independent voters just look at this and say, "This is ridiculous." You know what? I was telling you guys before we went on. You know, sometimes you know, in the middle of winter, I'm going off topic for just a second. But you'll understand what I'm talking about. You know, it's winter. It feels long. It's drudgery. I ended up talking to a buddy of mine last night. We were friends for years, but we hadn't talked in a couple of years. Sometimes it happens. You know, we just don't get caught up as much as we used to. We're on the phone. By the way, he is left. No doubt about it. We just don't talk about politics. It's getting caught up on everything else. But he actually told me, I can't even turn on MSNBC. It's just too depressing. It's just, it's too much. I just, I can't do it. I thought, you know, I know exactly what you're saying, depending on whatever outlet it is, but especially that one is so far off the rails bonkers. I I don't know how it really relates to people. Do you get what I'm saying? Sure. You know, the drudgery of winter, you're right. And what happens in winter? What? Snow. What color is snow? (laughs) (laughs) So you were saying it was my whiteness that made me want to phone a friend? That's right. Okay. Whatever that might be, no, it, that network, dude. No, it, it, it's it's look, a comedy. I, I'm not one of these people that bitches about them and watches them. I don't. I don't watch it oh, no. ever at all. I, I hear the clips. I see the clips. That's it. Yeah, you see it on X or whatever. Yeah, you get a lot of people that bitch about stuff, but they continue to to watch it or listen to it or whatever. Are you realize no people really take that? Oh, sure they do. Serious? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Meanwhile, um. You said Tesla drivers are a little upset right now in some different areas. Dave. Yeah, not just Tesla, but that's who uh, local media has picked up on as as the the most popular electric vehicle brand, of course. Uh, and in Chicago, you know, really cold right now. There's been uh, deep freeze setting in, snow, ice, the whole the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Well, if you go to charging stations, including the rapid charging stations in the Chicago area you'll probably find a broken down car because in the extreme cold, those things ain't working. They're not holding Uh-oh. a charge. <laughs> They're not charging Uh-oh. up. So, Uh-oh. yeah, Fox Chicago went out and talked with a few of the drivers, uh, some of whom who've been there for like 
almost a full day. All day waiting? Yes. Oh, my God. Nothing, no juice. It's still on 0%. And this is like three hours this morning being out here. After being out here eight hours yesterday. You've been here since when? 5 p.m. yesterday. So 20 hours or so. Yeah, about. Man, this is crazy. It's, it's, it's a disaster. Seriously. Just, oh, we got a bunch of dead robots out here. Dead robots. <laughs> <laughs> Keeping your sense of humor, though. Yeah. Right. yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay. It was three jamokes on the radio said the infrastructure's not there for all of this. Right. My goodness, man. All right. A whole lot to get to. Including a high-profile trans doctor admitting something. David has that straight. Next. You never know what's going to happen from one day to the next. That's why it's so important to plan ahead. Start the new year with Policy Genius. Policy Genius helps you compare your options from top companies. In just a few clicks, you can find your lowest price. Even if you already have a life insurance policy through work, it may not offer enough protection for your family's needs, and it may not follow you if you leave your job. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just 292 bucks per year for $1 million of coverage. Some options offer same-day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. Policy Genius has licensed, award-winning agents who can help you find the best fit for your needs. They work for you, not the insurance companies, so you can trust their guidance. No wonder they have thousands of five-star reviews on Google and Trustpilot. Save time and money and give your family a financial safety net with Policy Genius. Head to PolicyGenius.com to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com Imagine it's the final game of the season, but your symptoms of irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or IBSC are making a comeback. What should you do? Keep managing your constipation with belly pain the same old way? Or try getting ahead of your symptoms by talking to your doctor about Linzess, linaclotide. Linzess is a prescription medicine that treats IBSC in adults. It's not a laxative. It's a once-daily pill that helps you get ahead of your symptoms. It's proven to help you have more frequent and complete bowel movements and helps relieve overall abdominal symptoms, belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. These symptoms were studied in combination, not individually. Do not give Linzess to children less than two. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe your stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Imagine, what could relief from IBSC mean for you? Talk to your doctor and say yes to Linzess. Learn more at Linzess.com or call 1-800-L-I-N-Z-E-S-S. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. It's a funny line, man. I want to congratulate Ron and Nikki for having a, a, good, a good time together. We're all having a good time together. <laughs> As they were just beating each other up, oh. Santa and Nikki Haley. Yeah. All having a good time. Huh? <laughs> okay, more on that. Uh, in a bit. What is the story with this high-profile trans doctor, David? Well, you know, World Professional Association for Transgender Health, WPATH is what they call it. Uh, this is a, 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 a big group that sets the standards for gender-affirming care. Uh, they have acknowledged right. that those puberty blockers, which are completely reversible, they say, for kids, 
uh, yeah, actually, they're a little more invasive than portrayed in the media and uh, and, and can be irreversible on minors, uh, causing things such as infertility, bone loss, and disruption of brain development. There were educational sessions that this group put together. The Daily Caller got its hands on some of these educational sessions. And... I got a question that you may not have the answer to. So okay. Sure. You said that they made the statement, the media has run with this a little yeah. bit. Where did they get that idea? Right. Just curious. They got it from, from these people. Of course they did. Yeah. yeah. That, yeah, these, you know, they're just, all it does is delay puberty. Well, no. And and so some of the presenters were saying, well, yeah, we see a, a bone density issue because when you're going through puberty, they say it's like making a deposit in the bank when you're, when you're, uh, when the calcium in your bones building up, essentially. And as you're growing, uh, that's what sets you up for a strong skeletal structure for the rest of your life. And, well, you're taking these so-called puberty blockers, inhibits that. And so you can have things like osteoporosis. You've got other issues uh, with your bone structure later on in life at a much earlier age than you normally would because right. of this. Not to mention, it's again, common in, sense. Yeah, infertility and then for boys who take some of these drugs that are given to them by these doctors. Um, there are other developmental things south of the border that, uh, well, you're, you're, you're not really going to grow there. And the way that they presented it was, well, this will make it really hard when we do the surgery finally because we can't, there's not enough material to work with. Man, oh, man. Okay, so I got to believe, as we've talked about before, this is going to be ripe with lawsuits because they've said oh, yeah. one thing before and now saying something completely different. And you've got people with regret saying, hey, th you're supposed to be the medical professional and you guided me wrong. I need to get paid for that. I mean, as we've talked about many times, that's why in Europe they started getting shut down because of all the lawsuits. Because yeah. these people were lying to these kids. It is so disgusting, man. And you think about... Now, if you have kids that are a little bit older and you can ask them, you know, when they're like 20 or 21, hey, do you remember how you used to think when you were 15? And they'll laugh at themselves, as we all do. Yeah. It's the same way if you're 18. Remember what you used to think when you were 13? And you laugh about it, the things you were into, the thoughts that you had, right. the things sure. that you may or may not have yeah. believed, whatever, right? But we're supposed to believe from these medical professionals that these particular kids, they know right. exactly what's needed for them at this particular time. Mm -hmm. get, don't let them smoke a cigarette. Oh, dear goodness. They might die. <laughs> but they can go ahead and take puberty blockers right. and get some sort of surgery. It's absolute insanity. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, pray, I pray to God every day. I'm thankful that there was no Internet when I was 13 years old. <laughs> no kidding. Or, or no Facebook or any of that stuff. Social media of any kind. You think you would have been Sarah? No, I think that would. Well, no, I wouldn't have been Sarah. I don't know I, what you mean by that. Well, I probably would have been arrested on stalking charges and God only oh. knows what else. Oh, I got you. The oh, thoughts you, you had when you're 13, 14, right. 15 exactly. years old are yeah. insane. Well, yeah, I, I thought Limp Biscuit was like one of the greatest bands that ever existed. And you would have told the world that. And I would every have. Every day. Yes. And if the uh, culture of affirmation were around at that time, my mom would have let me get a Limp Biscuit tattoo on my neck. Yes, <laughs> that would have been yes. Limp Biscuit fandom <laughs> affirming right. care. Well, it, it wasn't wearing puka shell necklaces; it was getting a tattoo <laughs> on your head. <laughs> this is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show.
Okay, biggest story today. Biggest story. If there's one. Biggest story of the day. Trump cleans up in Iowa, uh, in the Iowa caucuses. Where does everybody go from here? Vivek Ramaswamy has already dropped out saying, okay, yeah, there's, there's, I don't have a chance. Uh, he's endorsed Trump. Uh, Nikki Haley seems like she's fairly confident going into New Hampshire and South Carolina. We'll see where that goes. I don't know what the argument is for Ron DeSantis. <laughs> right now, DeSantis. the polling in her own state is terrible. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what the argument is for Ron DeSantis to stay in at this point. But, man. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. A lot to get to. Um, also, is somehow, some way, you're going to tell us, David, that the governor of Illinois is saying Trump's historic victory shows how weak he is? Yes. He's an idiot. How in the world does that He's make an idiot. sense? And a round of What's Your Story coming up. The Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Marcus, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, sometimes I think as far as story selection on this show, might be a member of the show mm-hmm. that picks a particular story just to trigger another member of the show. Maybe. I'm not saying that that happened here. I'm not saying it is, but I'm suspicious. That's all I'm saying. It's your story, David. Yeah. Uh, Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker, who's also God. part of the Biden re-election campaign. <laughs> Just the worst person. Yeah. Just a bad guy. Uh, All around. He says Horrible that, human being. But go ahead, David. He, Golly! He him. says that uh, Trump's historic win in Iowa last night actually shows how much trouble he's in. Oh, geez, of course he did. Almost half of the base of the Republican Party showing up for this caucus tonight voted against Donald Trump. Think about that. I mean, this is the most famous Republican. He's the guy who, you know, basically built the modern Republican Party, the MAGA Republican Party that Democrats are running against. And half the people in that party didn't vote for Donald Trump. So I think that is telling. It tells you the weakness of Donald Trump and also the opportunity for Democrats. The guy won every county, every county in Iowa. Except one. And he lost it by one vote. Yeah, one vote. One vote. Yeah. Somebody stayed home or he could have won them all. Yeah, right. J.B. Pritzker, thanks for your analysis. But, but I, Now go I, back to screwing up a state, okay? I, You're good at it. You found your lane. Go ahead, Jackass. I, right. I mean, it, it just it is funny to me. when I, I've seen this repeated now. I think Joe Scarborough, you know, the short bus Muppet on MSNBC. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he was, he was making the same point. Well, I mean, he, he was president and blah, blah, blah. Okay. But he, he isn't still the president. And therefore, if you go back in a contested primary or caucus event like this in the history of the Iowa caucuses, uh, this is actually a historic win. This is a huge it is. Victory for Donald Trump. Yeah, and, and again, you can hate him all you want. doesn't matter. The fact of the matter is, it is an historic victory. He was not an incumbent president. There's another part of it, too, at least to me. And I'm not even going to pretend to be some sort of political analysis. I think you just kind of go about it with common sense, right? So as you see, you know, different people saying yeah, half of you know, people didn't want to vote for Trump, blah, blah, blah. But the loyalty of voters to this guy, they're just so loyal. Right. If you go back to the polling from a year ago in Iowa, 
uh, there were people that weren't loyal at that time yeah. that decided to vote for Trump. Why? And, and you'd have to talk to every individual, but I think you get the overwhelming feeling that a whole lot of Americans feel like the fix is in, especially with all of the legal issues that Trump is facing. They see it in every case, and they're like, this is a load of bull bleep. Why do they want to get this guy so badly? We need serious change in the country, and he may be the only guy that can do it. That's what a lot of people think. And I know that nuts on MSNBC will try to make it into race or that, you know, you've got just so many dumb people throughout the Midwest, they can't, you know, put a sentence together or whatever their take is. It's not what it is. People feel like they're losing the country and they're looking for somebody to save it. And who has the stones to do it? And there's one person that comes to mind for a lot of people. I mean, that's certainly more accurate than what J.B. Pritzker is saying. You know, and guys like Pritzker are the people who divide this country. Oh, yeah. It's jackasses like him who go out there and spew that nonsense because he's completely brain dead. And this guy's running the Biden campaign for Illinois, too. Listen. He's the guy. He's their guy. Good. J.B. Pritzker were in a state where a Republican had a chance. Would he win? No. I don't think so. Either. No. Without Cook County, he doesn't win. No. So, I mean, it's easy for that guy to get out there and give his analysis because he has further aspirations in 2028 well, or, you know, beyond or whatever. So that's Again, I get back deal. to the Chris Christie model. You're too fat. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been time of the show. Going around the table. May not be the biggest story out there, but it caught your attention. Today, David, what's your story? Man, do you remember William Hung? Of course. That dude on American Idol who was tone deaf, but he captured America's heart. Yes. And actually released an album. Made some yeah. money. Mm -hmm. Living yes, a did. good life. Shebang. Uh, Shebang. Apparently, uh, he quit his job three years ago to become a professional poker player, and it ruined his life and his marriage. Did Hold on a second. Pure, oh, hold on. Professional poker player. I'd never even heard that before. Was he any good? Uh, apparently not, because he lost everything. Oh gosh. Well, Says yeah, I've been I'd been doing it on the side for a while. This is on uh, People Magazine. This is the first People Magazine interview I've been interested in in quite some time. Uh, <laughs> he said I'd been doing it on the side for a while, playing poker, and I decided maybe I was good enough to go for it. I was earning way more than I was doing at my regular job. I was going well for a while. But he developed a gambling addiction and fell into the world of betting. Uh, he got greedy. Uh, he lost his uh, he lost his wife. His marriage fell apart. Oh, man. All of it. He said, I, I had my moment at the top. My first album, Inspiration, was the number one independent album on the Billboard charts. Why are you laughing? <laughs> Why are you laughing? Yeah, it was kind of a comedy album. I, yeah. That but was he the, did it. The, he, he sure did. He did it. Yep. Uh, man, he said, oh "Man, you know, so uh, sad, dude." Yeah. The heart-wrenching delivery of that vocal. Can't you feel it? <laughs> I got my lighter out in the studio. You can't see it. But I'm no. swaying back and forth. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's sung a lot of the theme songs between Kim Jong Un and Donald Trump. That's true. Yeah. 
if you remember. I mean, it was the one that was the name that Trump, thank you, uh, that Trump gave him, actually. A little rocket man? Yeah. Where is rocket man? rocket man? Yeah, there you go. Rocket man. One of the greatest covers of this song ever. Pretty much, yeah. 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 Elton and Bernie made a little money on the royalty there. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> the thing was, a lot of people thought, okay, he could do that sort of thing. You know, the contemporary adult style, but could he ever really do country? And that was the one thing he tried to break and just couldn't quite do it. He tried. Don't tell my heart, my achy, breaky heart. I just don't think he understands. <laughs> Poor fella. <laughs> still, he's still looking for something he's good at. <laughs> that was fun for a while, though. Well, of course it was. But it's the idea you got uncomfortable at some point in time laughing at this guy because you didn't know whether it was Andy kaufman kind of thing or whether it was real or what. You know, he's a data anal analyst at the uh, Los Angeles Sheriff's Department. I did not. Man. That's his job? That's his gambling? job, yeah. Okay. And he still has it, even though I, the poker I, career is not great. I think from this article, it looks like he's gone back to that job now, and he's in recovery, and he's uh, got a lady again. Okay. Turning it around. Of course around. he does. <laughs> of course he does. Scott Robbins, what's your story for what's your story? Well, amongst all of this political shakeup that was going on, I mean, we know Vivek, Vivek, I've heard his name pronounced a million different it's times Vivek. recently. It's yes. Vivek, yeah. Thank you. Vivek uh, dropped out. And now there was another person that dropped out, and I don't know if anybody in the world even broadcast this. Asa Hutchinson. No! Yeah. No! <laughs> I know he was your guy, but, I mean, he's out. Yep, former governor of Arkansas, Asa Hutchinson. You know, he was part of the presidential race, and he said, you know, after this thing in Iowa, I don't really see a path forward. What? Really? Where's that can-do attitude? <laughs> uh, he said today he's suspending his campaign for the presidency, and he's just going to drive back to Arkansas in his car. <laughs> <laughs> you made that part up. I did not. Really? It's what he said, driving back. And uh, he's finished with less than 1% of support in the Iowa caucuses, about 0.5% more than me. Uh, my message of being a principled Republican with experience and telling the truth about the current front runner did not sell in Iowa. I stand by the campaign I ran. <laughs> no one else does, but I do. Yeah, right. Why did they waste everyone's time putting that guy on the stage well, for those debates? I it's embarrassing. just so stupid. It's just did, embarrassing. Did you see that a total of 35 people turned out to vote for Chris Christie? I did not. 35? 35. Well, I guess we're not too worried about who he throws his support to then, are we? <laughs> <laughs> Gee whiz. Oh, goodness. Yeah, Ace is gone. I know, Jamie. I know that's upsetting. Yeah. Okay. Well, every dream dies, I guess, at some point. It's <laughs> really We're sad. all told. <laughs> We're all told. Yeah. Uh, for my story today, uh, it has to do with Taylor Swift and the Kansas City Chiefs oh. and the games that are broadcast that cut oftentimes to Taylor Swift because people got tired of it. You heard that time Still and time again. Still doing it. Yeah. Uh, Taylor Swift fans known as Swifties. Swifties. They want to know why there was no outrage when they kept showing Eminem at the game. At the Eminem. Lions game. Yes. Yeah. I mean, he did the whole intro about, you know, no win in Detroit for like 32 years as far as a playoff win. Did the whole intro. Yeah. 
Okay. I would guess because in some ways he's the face of Detroit. I mean, you could put other people in his place, but everyone knows he's from Detroit. Yes, he is. Mm-hmm. So as the Swifties are saying, I see the NFL using Eminem to promote their product the same way they're using Taylor Swift, but I don't see the same complaints. It's almost like the hate towards Taylor is rooted in misogyny. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> That's what they said. Why is it okay for Eminem to rock out and cheer at NFL games, but Taylor Swift does? It's distracting. Well, Eminem should have dated Travis Kelsey. <laughs> <laughs> One guy that sort of represents the city. Yeah. She's not from Kansas City. No, I think she's it's not. No. Misogyny. God. Uh, okay. Yeah. Whatever. Um, we got to get to another news update. And if you've heard this before, tell me. If you like your coffee black, you might be a psychopath. What? Uh-oh. We'll get to that coming up. Getting ahead of your irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or IBSC by treating it with Linzess. Then you could start proactively managing your constipation with belly pain and get ahead of your symptoms. Talk to your doctor about Linzess, linaclotide. Linzess is a prescription medicine that treats IBSC in adults. It's not a laxative. It's a once-daily pill that helps you get ahead of your symptoms. It's proven to help you have more frequent and complete bowel movements and helps relieve overall abdominal symptoms, belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. These symptoms were studied in combination, not individually. Do not give Linzess to children less than two. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Imagine what could relief from IBSC mean for you. Talk to your doctor and say yes to Linzess. Learn more at Linzess.com or call 1-800-LINZESS. My doctor told me my blood pressure is borderline. I figured I could worry about it or do something about it. So I took control with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. It works safely and naturally to help maintain healthy blood pressure with a custom blend of garlic, vitamins, and minerals. And it's odor-free. I'm taking charge with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The term natural reference is only the garlic in the product. Use as directed. Offer not valid in all states or where prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. Honey, the credit card bill came, and we're maxed out. Maxed out cards. Rent is due. We just need some extra cash to help us get by. Maybe we should go to 27cash.com. With our bad credit? 27cash.com is one of the largest personal loan networks. They can help people with any type of credit get up to $5,000, and cash can hit our bank account as soon as tomorrow. When you need extra cash, go to 27cash.com. That's 27cash.com. 27cash.com. All right. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. One of the funniest things of Iowa caucus coverage uh, was this, at least to me. On the 2020 election. Yeah, this is stunning. Out of our entrance polls of caucus goers, two-thirds of people who voted yesterday on the Republican caucuses said they don't think that Joe Biden legitimately won the election. Ooh. And... 
Another two-thirds of, of those same voters, caucus goers, think that President Trump would be fit to serve in office even if he's convicted. Now remember, Trump got about 51%. So this means that even people that voted against him yesterday still think that he would be fit to serve as president even if he is convicted of crimes. George? Okay, Rick, thanks. Oh, my goodness! From ABC. You're surprised that people think the last one was rigged? Do you ever talk to people right, no. outside of the bubble ever? Nope. It does seem like this entire group of media people feel like we're so used to just putting out whatever we want and people will believe it that you can't identify with this new world we're in. Yeah, and I, I think they also conflate a couple of things. Like one, they, they say that anybody who they believe, or at least they say they believe, and they tell their viewers that anyone who has questions about how the 2020 election was conducted uh, believed the whole Kraken lady thing. And that right. Venezuelans were stealing and flipping votes and all this stuff. And it's like, well, well, no, it's that you had a massive overhaul in how uh, elections were managed and conducted in several states, including crucial swing states, that seemed to benefit the left. That's rigging. Absolutely. What Zuckerberg from Meta was able to do just in Wisconsin, and the, one of the things that makes it tough, it's very difficult to explain it to people. It takes a long time. Mm -hmm. You can do a lot better than me, David, you know, guaranteed. But like Molly Hemingway's book that was all about how crazy this last election was, there are a lot of people that understand what happened wasn't right. They may not be able to articulate it, but they know it. And when they're asked, well, did, did Biden win this? Because that's almost like the gotcha question for the media and the left. Because if you say, no, election denier, they're right. crazy. No, that's a lot of people in this country because they saw everything that was going crazy. Mail-in voting, votes showing up, all of these different things. And it's almost like, yeah, but, but we told everybody this was the, the most free and fair election in history. We told them. Right. Yeah, they don't believe you. You don't have any credibility anymore. That's the deal, man. Wow. Okay, I mentioned this. If you like your coffee black, you might be a psychopath. Oh, oh boy. Oh, okay, so social media is all over this, right? Right. Apparently, it's from an old study from 2016 that found you're more likely to be a psychopath if you enjoy things that are bitter. Like black coffee, dark chocolate, gin and tonic. Sweeties. No. Oh. You like sweeties. I do. Yeah. They're bitter. You're not a big gin and tonic person, even back when you were drinking. No, no, when I was drinking, I was not. You never wanted to feel supersonic. You never went gin and tonic. <laughs> I thought you were a wuss. But anyway, um, they looked at the food and drink preferences of a thousand Americans and at personality traits like how narcissistic, aggressive, and sadistic they were. Found people who like bitter stuff are more likely to have the types of antisocial qualities psychopaths have. Which makes us turn to Van Camp. Mm -hmm. I know you're bitter on a lot of things, but is it taste too? I, I mean, I like, I like black coffee. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of sweets. So, so, so psychopath, maybe, according to this. To me, I, I wonder if it's a chicken and the egg situation. Are you antisocial, really? Or do people not want to be around you because your breath always smells like coffee? <laughs> or gin and tonic? <laughs> I mean, there's worse booze to smell like than gin mm, and tonic, I would yeah. say. Um, but, the, of course, like anything else, well, take the results with a grain of salt. It's just one study. 
you know, experts think one in 22 people are technically psychopaths. So there's a decent chance, you know, well, maybe there's someone you know that's psycho, but just because you like bitter things doesn't necessarily mean you're mm -hmm. psycho. Mm -hmm. But can't you see someone dating and they find out the dude likes black coffee and maybe gin and tonic, and then they talk with their friends and they saw it somewhere on social media? And is that a red flag? Red flag. <laughs> red flag. Run, girl, run. <laughs> You do that voice pretty good. Uh, just, I'm, I'm imitating someone I know. Really? Yeah. Everything's a red flag. No kidding. No, it's because people don't like you. <laughs> that imitation and the other one you do, which is just you making the sound of... <laughs> I guess that's some sort of nagging sort of thing. And, or a Honda, little Honda motorcycle. <laughs> This is the Mark Lee Van Camp and Robin Show. Hey, it's Jamie Martin. David Van Camp. Me, Scott Robbins. From the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Where we turn mundane into madness. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening on the radio. But have you dared to join in the fun online? Follow us on Instagram for video and behind-the-scenes content. Hey. Is that a good idea that we do that? Sure, why not? You can also yell at us on X or Twitter. It's that thing Elon Musk runs. And Facebook, because Grandma deserves a daily dose of Barkley Van Camp and Robin. Yeah, stop doom-scrolling and stalking your old high school classmates. Search NBCR Show on Instagram, X, and Facebook. Because life's too short for boring radio shows. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends, yep. Making sense of it all. Oh, I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. The Iowa caucuses last night, it was called early, not even close. Trump yeah. won landslide. Um, Rachel Maddow, MSNBC, she was on it. Um, but, you know, she wasn't just going to put Trump on part of the speech. They don't air falsehoods. Oh, gosh. No, Holy of course smokes. not. Let's bring on Alejandro Mayorkas now. <laughs> we don't air falsehoods. The audio of this isn't great. It was someone that had recorded it, I think, just off of TV. But you get the idea yep. of how this went down. At this point in the evening, the projected winner of the Iowa caucuses um, has just started giving his victory speech. Uh, we will keep an eye on that as it happens. Uh, we will let you know if there's any news made in that speech, if there's anything noteworthy, something substantive and important. Um, the reason I'm saying this is... Of course, there is a reason that we and other news organizations have generally stopped giving an unfiltered live platform <laughs> to remarks by former President Trump. It is not out of spite. It is. It's not. No, no, it's not out of spite. It's because of their credibility. Integrity, right. my friend. Integrity. It's not a decision that we relish. It is a decision that we regularly revisit. Um, and honestly, earnestly, it is not an mm. easy decision. Oh. But. There is a cost to us as a news organization of knowingly broadcasting untrue things. They're a news organization? Ah, boy. Yeah, they, they, she's given that spiel before. I know. Uh, yeah. That whole, there's a cost to us. I'm like, did you ever apologize for lying to people about Russian collusion? No. Ah. 
COVID vaccines, mask mandates? No. Hey, they're trying to protect their integrity. That is a fundamental truth of our business and who we are. And so his remarks <laughs> will not air here live. We will monitor them um, and let you know about any news that he makes. Okay. Thanks, Rachel. Coming up next, Corinne Jean-Pierre will be right. joining us. <laughs> oh, by the way, now our chief political correspondent, Jen Psaki, is yes. here. That's yes. right. Correct. Yes. I don't think we need to go into the Wayback Machine. Yeah, we do. do. I think we do. One time, maybe? Yes, one. Just for fun? Yes. Oh, all right. Literally, people won't take the vaccine because they're super suspicious of that, but they're taking horse deworming medication that they're buying at a feed store? That's right. They're getting it at the feed store, Rachel. Yeah. That's what people are doing. It's really something, isn't she it? Did you ever it, apologize really about the something. ivermectin thing? Uh, she no. ever No? Even though doctors now say ivermectin, yeah, good. Yeah, fine. And, and people weren't getting it from feed stores. No, they were not. They're getting it from doctors that could give it to them. You know, I would be I would be fine with her if she just came on and said, you know what, we're not going to show Donald Trump because we freaking hate him, okay? My show, my network, we're not doing it. The other thing is... I would appreciate that. At least I go, okay, I hate him, all right. Honestly, does anyone really think of that as a news organization? Maybe they do. Oh, I think some do. The, okay. I mean, the loyals, yes. All right, let's say the loyal people on the left, they consider that news. All right, they tune in to see what's going on. Do they really care if they don't carry the Trump speech anyway? No. I mean, it's these old arcane news rules they're playing by anyway. The game's changed. People are frauds. People know it for the most part. And the ones that don't, they don't care if you air Trump anyway, I would guess. Well, besides Fauci, she's the closest thing to the Lord and Savior they have. Rachel Maddow. <laughs> right. Wow. I mean, they worship her. I understand. Oh, she's the, you know, this big star. You could be wrong again and again and again. Doesn't matter. They'll keep coming back. Nobody's keeping track. Dak Prescott's like, man, can I get that gig? Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> right. Yeah. Jeez. Meanwhile, um, the Santa campaign, not happy. No, uh, because they called the race so quickly. After basically just doing surveys before anybody started voting, they said, okay, well, this thing's pretty much done. Let's call it an early night. Within half an hour, they said, yeah, Trump's the, Trump's the winner. So Ron DeSantis' campaign manager, uh, James Utmeyer, was not happy about this. Here's part of the back and forth he had with Dasha Burns. Okay. I think, the, I think it was results from some sort of survey or something, not not even true votes. Well, no, no, no. This was, this was projected based on data and science. And, data and science and not actual election results. And we'll have some of <laughs> our experts explain, explain how that was decided and why it was called in the way it was later in the show, but appreciate uh, your insights and, and uh, you've been with us. I, I know there's been a lot of back and forth between uh, the DeSantis diehards and the Trump diehards over the last yeah. several weeks, months. Never forget who the true enemy is here. It's people like Dasha Burns who are like, well, I'm going to explain to you from the experts that this was done with data and science. Again, someone from that news organization talking about data and science right. to a reasonable person doesn't mean a whole lot anymore. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, again, I, I don't think it necessarily changes the overall outcome if they don't call it. But you got to think it's like whatever negative 20 or something like that. 
parts of Iowa and they're, you know, you're heading out, you're getting ready to go vote. And it's like, oh, wait a minute. Um, it's been called. You check your phone. It's been called for Trump. I'm not going to show up. Um, in uh, Polk County, that's Des Moines, uh, the turnout between 2016 and 2024, 2016 was 31,000 turned out to caucus in that county. Yeah. Last night, 17,000. So a massive drop-off in the number of people who even showed up. Um, well, again, man, I don't know that you can oversell it, at least to me. It's that cold. Yeah. And you're like, it's already cold? Ah, forget it. I don't blame people at that point. I mean, if you are going out to vote and you've already heard the election is called, do you still go out and make your voice heard, Scott? No. Or if you're already honest, there, right? no. You, I mean, you just leave, right? Maybe, yeah. I mean, I can see that. Depends on, you know, how long is the line? What are we talking here? 35 minutes? Yeah. I don't know, man. There's a couple playoff games. <laughs> right. Right. They don't even provide heaters. People are freezing to death. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this could have been worse, man. Oh, yeah. This could have been worse. Change the circumstances. Make that some sort of democratic contest. Oh, yeah. It's insane that they make people go out in the cold to do this. Right. I tried to give somebody a bottle of water, and it froze in my hand. <laughs> yes. Yes. It wouldn't come off my hand. It's stuck. <laughs> it's stuck. <laughs> Ali, it just turned into powder. Yes. What happened? Um, in other news, I'm not even quite sure where this was. I just saw this clip of Kamala. She's out. It's the Biden-Harris campaign. And the thing is, you kind of know what she's getting after as, you know, there's different markers of when you feel old. Yeah. But with her history of saying particular things, she just steps in it, man. She sees some college students. And she's going to go with the wait a second moment and explain something to you. I can't wait to get your reaction to this. I see our college students. <laughs> and let me just tell you, I love Gen Z. I don't know if something, you know, I love Gen Z. <laughs> and they love her back, Scott, and it's genuine. She loves them. Huh? So, okay, for the older adults, this is going to be a humbling thing I'm about to share with you. If someone is 18 years old today, they were born in 2005. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, check that out. Think about that for a minute. <laughs> no. That's not true. What do you mean? 2005. What's They're not 18 true? 18 years old? Yeah. They were born in 2005? Yes. Okay. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Just checking. Why? You I, need me to do the math for you? No, I just was in my head going. She uh, did she was she accurate with that or not? Yeah. Oh, she she's okay, accurate. I just want to make sure. It's kind of like spewing forth the obvious. G get this. <laughs> Wait for it. Yeah, I, it's like it's I know like my son was you... born that year. I, I get it. Yeah. I understand how right. it works. Right, like the thing you see at the bar. If you were born before this right. date well, or whatever, you know, she understands the significance of the passage of time. She does. What What's funny is that. That little clip of her pra praising college students, it reminds me of a speech she gave a few years ago where she talked about 18 to 24-year-old kids. Do you I remember this? I vaguely remember this. What else do we know about this population, 18 through 24? They are stupid. Oh, that's right. That is why we put them in dorm 
dormitories. And they have... <laughs> That's right. Good catch on that, David. <laughs> I forgot all about that. And that was Kamala Harris for once actually being right about something. 18 to 24-year-olds, you may have an 18-year-old who's intellectually very intelligent. Sure. Emotionally, they are idiots. Oh, dude. Yeah. Gosh. I mean, sometimes you're at that age where you don't know what you don't know yet. But if you think you know and you don't know, yeah, that's really bad. And that's a lot of people in that age group. Trust me on that one. But and let me just tell you, I love Gen Z. I don't know. Something, you know I love Gen Z. We love you. She loves dumb people, is what she's saying. That and electric buses. <laughs> if a Gen Z person was on an electric bus, the love would be overwhelming. Oh, my goodness, man. I'm telling you. The passage of time, you know, 18 years. It's significant. There's no doubt about it. And um, talking about the significance of the passage of time. Okay, you wanted it, you right? got it. The significance of the passage of time. It was like a request. So when you think about it, yeah. there is great significance to the passage of time in terms of what we need to do to lay these wires, what we need to do to create these jobs. And there is such great significance to the passage of time mm. when we mm. think about a day in the life of our children. And all I hear in my head is Robin singing Al Stewart the only way that Robins can. Time passages. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Do you go like a little lispy in that? Yes. How do you? One more. Time passages. That's really well done. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. almost want to bust that tune out now. It's a rocker. Yeah. No, it's not. <laughs> Another news out there. Hey, the big controversy this last weekend with the NFL and having a game only on Peacock. People were ticked off. Yeah. She also had 23 million people stream that thing. That's a lot. Well, the Wall Street Journal was calling it the NFL's digital butt fumble. I'm just wanting your opinion on that, was it? Well, if you really get that many millions to, to sign up for your service to watch the game, that's not a fumble. We'll get to that and much more coming right in. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try soon. Harry's is available online and in-store at a retailer near you. Get a $13 trial set for just 3 bucks at harrys.com slash refresh. That's harrys.com slash refresh. Or check us out at your local Costco for a price you can't find anywhere else. Just look for the Chrome Razor with 13 blade refills at your local Costco. You can't miss it. Exclusive to Costco members. 
You never know what's going to happen from one day to the next. That's why it's so important to plan ahead. Start the new year with Policy Genius. Policy Genius helps you compare your options from top companies. In just a few clicks, you can find your lowest price. Even if you already have a life insurance policy through work, it may not offer enough protection for your family's needs, and it may not follow you if you leave your job. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just 292 bucks per year for $1 million of coverage. Some options offer same-day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. Policy Genius has licensed, award-winning agents who can help you find the best fit for your needs. They work for you, not the insurance companies, so you can trust their guidance. No wonder they have thousands of five-star reviews on Google and Trustpilot. Save time and money and give your family a financial safety net with Policy Genius. Head to PolicyGenius.com to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's Policy policygenius.com The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Thank you very much for being here. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. See this headline, David. Is this for real? Pro-Hamas demonstrators targeted a children's cancer hospital? Yeah, yesterday, anti-Israel activists led their crowd to demonstrate in front of one of the most famous cancer centers in the world. The Memorial Sloan Kettering Cancer Center in New York City started in 1884 as New York Cancer Hospital, the first cancer hospital in the United States. They've got a huge uh, pediatric unit for kids to treat kids with cancer. Uh, A bunch of research labs as well. Um, and an activist yelled to the crowd as they were walking past the center, another complicit institution, the Sloan Kettering Center. There is a picture of at least one child who is, uh, being treated. He's looking out the window and, (laughs) and the activist yelled, the kid being treated for cancer, make sure they hear you. They're in the windows on this day. Shame on you. You support genocide too. The hell is Ship wrong these with these people? People over for the cause. <laughs> Do them a favor. <laughs> You're, I mean, it's, it's not funny. I'm just sort of taken aback. No. Like, like the, the, this is a scripted television show, isn't it? Like, not this. Is, this can't be real life where you have these weirdo lefty protesters yelling at kids with cancer that they're complicit in genocide because they're being treated for cancer. That's unreal, man. What is wrong with people? And let me just tell you, I love Gen Z. I don't know. <laughs> you know I love Gen Z. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, goodness gracious. Oh, boy. That reminds me of the meme that's been going around with the woman in the headscarf. It says, in my country, I'm forced to keep my mouth shut. And then below it says, but here I am free to talk trash about the country in hopes that I can soon change it into a country where I'm forced to keep my mouth shut. There you go. Yes. Yes. It's kind of it. Um, mentioned the Peacock game is what it's being called, the Chiefs game. Yeah. Chiefs and Dolphins over the weekend because you had to have Peacock, the streaming service, to watch the game. And I just happened to see this Wall Street Journal. Um, the title of the story was the NFL's digital butt fumble. I'm like, oh, they think they really made a mistake with this. Mm-hmm. And I know that, man, there was outrage all over the place well, online. Yeah. People were ticked off. I understand it. Yeah, I do too. You were ticked off, right? Yeah, for a minute. Until you got somebody else's password, and then you watch the game. Right. Yeah. Like a lot of people did. Completely fine after that. From what I've heard. No problem. Um, But in the piece, and the writer is Jason Gay, 
said, hey, far be it from me to reject capitalism in the journal. But historically, this hasn't been the way of the NFL, where TV socialism reigns. And it's supposed to be for each according to his abilities. And he's, you know, making a little fun, but saying, hey, this was always free. You know, the NFL is just, you know, gouging people. Yeah, it started with Amazon and the Thursday night games. People are, you know, ready to watch their favorite team. Like, wait a second. It's what do you mean it's not on? It's on Amazon Prime. How do I get that? I got to pay for that. Yeah. And they were upset about that. But when you look at the numbers and it was 23 million that streamed the game. And I haven't heard the reports yet of, okay, how many streamers did that increase for Peacock? I'm yeah. guessing a lot. Well, how many streamers, too, did it, watch the game, and then canceled their subscription? Still got a month, though, don't you? Yeah. Unless there's some sort of free week. Yeah, not that I'm aware of. Not that I was aware of. But I'll be interesting to see that, not so much the raw number. I don't even know. How does that number compare to networks? Sometimes you're looking at like $30 million for a playoff game. Okay. Sometimes $25 million. I was just curious if, if it played into that as well. But... The other thing that's so strange about this piece is I think it's going to be, you know, all of the reasons it's a bad decision. He's breaking down the game. Yeah. The game's over. Like, this era of sports writing's over, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nobody wants the recap of the game in the Wall Street Journal, do they? No. Not paying for that. Um, and he also, you know, realizes, hey, uh, you know, just for the obvious, I'm also behind a paywall that, you know, you're reading this right now. Yeah, I'm just going to say. But, boy, I hate to see this, and, and the, <laughs> the cable bundle is dwindling and everything else. Well, no, that's that's what it is. I mean, a lot of us are not happy about it, but that's the reality. The new people world. keep paying for it, for crying out loud. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Okay, David, biggest story today? Uh, biggest story of the day, uh, I mean, Trump with a historic victory in Iowa and the caucuses and uh you know, did this reshuffle the deck? Not really. Uh, I mean, I, you know, Nikki Haley might maybe be able to transition into having some momentum moving forward. But, I mean, it's Trump's now. I, I just don't see how it's not Trump. I mean, I thought, you know, we all pretty much thought that before yesterday. There's been nothing to change that at all. I mean, I suppose if you're doing, you know national news and you're a political correspondent you got to come up with some sort of story <laughs> some sort of angle well, but polls, I, polls can be wrong but not 40 points wrong it doesn't seem to be no. so update straight ahead right here Van Camp and Robbins show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, so the Iowa race yesterday, the big story, and then on to New Hampshire. Yes. Okay, so Nikki Haley is saying what now? Uh, She came in third in the Iowa caucuses, a couple points behind Ron DeSantis. Uh, They were both double digits behind uh, Donald Trump. Uh, But here's what Nikki Haley said after it was all said and done. Okay. When you look at how we're doing in New Hampshire, in South Carolina, and beyond, I can safely say tonight, Iowa made this Republican primary a two-person race. 
You look confused, Scott. I am a little bit. Did the clip cut off, or was that the whole thing? No, that that was the whole thing. And her point was. I think was, she's missing one point. One point. Donald Trump. No. What? If she would have just added for a second. Right. Then it would have been Was complete. that what she was talking about? No, I don't think so. No. I think she's saying DeSantis is done. Yeah, because. Well, he beat you. Yeah. Yeah, but going forward, he's got no path is what she's yeah. saying, I think. Well, if you look at, like, New Hampshire, again, it's Trump by a mile right now. I'm looking at the real clear politics average right now. Trump's mm-hmm. at 43 and a half. Haley's at 29.3. Chris Christie at 11.3, and he's not even in it anymore. DeSantis is all the way back at fourth for six and a, uh, six and a half. Uh, South Carolina, uh, Nikki Haley has basically has DeSantis doubled up. Uh, you look at uh, Nevada. Um, well, she's not showing up there at all. But I think she's just talking about basically just New Hampshire and South Carolina is where she can get some momentum. So, yeah, if you if you squint real hard at the numbers, you can understand where she's coming from to yeah. say DeSantis is no longer a factor. But you're right. At the end of the day, it's it, she's running for second place. That's what it seems like, yeah. No doubt. Well, you, there was a piece, too, and I didn't know if someone wrote this piece or this was your opinion, David, of what actually went wrong with DeSantis. Well, it's it's just really an interesting uh, data point when you really look at when everything flipped. Because, uh, well, I, I shouldn't even say flipped. It was more when it started to crater for DeSantis and basically everybody else. Because if you look at uh, March of last year, uh, Trump was not at 50% overall, uh, average of primary polls. Uh, uh, DeSantis was at about you know, just under 40%, so within striking distance of Trump. Yeah. Uh, if you're looking at being competitive in a primary uh, race. Mm-hmm. Um, however, what happened uh, in March of 2023? Donald Trump got indicted for the first time. That yep. was the moment. It's not even really what... DeSantis may or may not have done, and I don't think the campaign's been all that great, but agree. I mean, once Trump started actually getting indicted and they arrested him, when you see political enemies arresting him, yeah, that's 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 when it was over. I do remember and I think it was on X at the time, so many people were saying, I'm in for Trump now. Yeah. I'm I'm backing Trump. I remember Tucker still had a show on Fox and he had Jason Whitlock on. And Whitlock saying, I'm with Trump. As of tonight, I am with Trump. This is insane. What's going on? Do you think the left knowingly knew he was never going to go actually go to jail, but they did this stuff to build him up? That's been the thought. So they can run against him and they feel like he's easier to beat than either DeSantis or Haley? I've heard people say that. Is that true? Uh, It makes me wonder sometimes because they've done all of this stuff. They just keep throwing crap at him and nothing sticks and... Well, and, but every time he does yeah. it, his poll numbers go up. We've talked about this a yeah. million times. I, I tend to believe that that's part of the effort. And if you get a conviction and you can throw him in jail, then that would just sort of be a, a happy ending for them. But I think really it's to they see him as beatable. And then you think about what's next. Let's say he wins the election. Mm-hmm. Beats Joe Biden or whoever else winds up running uh, for the Democrat uh, on the Democrat side. Now you have it built in that they're going to start impeaching him because of these uh, criminal cases that 
probably won't wind up in a courtroom uh, if he were to win. So, I mean, they have a built-in impeachment right off the bat. So, I mean, the gamesmanship there, I think, is working out pretty well for the left, even if they lose an election. So I, I just hope that Trump is serious when he says, we're going to put an end to this. I hope so. Cause, and you really don't know what exactly has happened. It almost seems to me that it was part of the plan. Man, if we could make Trump the nominee, we could beat him. Yeah. Until they saw the polling and how bad Biden's actually doing. And then it's absolute panic. And now it's like, okay, we, we've got to get some things in place if he is elected yeah. that we can, you know, put in plan A, B, and C to limit his power, that sort of stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you wonder that. Because, again, man, I think as time goes on, especially with all these different legal battles, people are starting to see through it more and more. Yeah. It's just a bunch of BS. As far as Nikki Haley goes, um, and we can get to this later, there are just basic questions that she's not answering for a lot of Republican voters. She really is the establishment person. I mean, better than Jeb, for crying out loud. <laughs> But it's jebbish a little bit with the way it's being backed. That's a new term. Jebbish? Jebbish. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, as an example, and you saw, you probably saw the story or heard the clip. It was a local radio show in Iowa, and it was call-in. Nikki Haley's there, and a guy calls in with a question, and it's the um, can a man become a woman question. And an old favorite word of yours, Scott, is McGurkin. Oh, yeah. When it's just a lot of words, but you you never really answer. Here's the way it went. A lot of the stuff that Trump does, you know, and says really bothers me, and I'm concerned about it. This is a caller. You know, one thing I saw him do was he said that, uh, you know, he had trouble answering the question, could a man become a woman? And I'm just wondering what what your response to that question is. Okay. Republican candidate, pretty easy, right? Yeah, I mean, I think, first of all, let's look at the fact— Again, I'm sorry that we didn't make it to Dubuque, and um, and I hate that we're not there, but I'm, I appreciate you coming on here. Look, I mean, I have said um, I want to start with Trump and then get to the, the question. Okay. All right. You know, this is a hard truth on my part. I believe Trump was the right president at the right time. I agree with a lot of his policies. But rightly or wrongly, chaos follows him, and everybody on this call knows that. And we can't be a country in disarray and a world on fire and go through four more years of chaos. We won't survive it. Let me just ask you a quick question, because none of us run a campaign. Would it be better advice, in your opinion, to say, Nikki, answer the question first, and then you can go into your lines? When you stall first with the lines, it's infuriating. Mm -hmm. He asked you a straight-up question. Just answer the freaking question, man. You could do yes or no here. You know, and I think a lot of that is how he communicates and what happens. It just sets us all in disarray and we can't afford a president Kamala Harris. Now, can a man become a woman? There's been a lot that's been talked about when it comes to um, all of these roles and all of these issues. We want to make sure people can live any way they want to live. I don't think government needs to be in control of anybody's life. You go live the way you want to live. You should be free to live the way you want to live. And every and government and everybody else should stay out of your way. I think that, you know, can a man become a woman? That's it. Can a man become a woman? That, you know, you always have to believe in freedom and allowing people to live the life the way they want to live. And so if that's can. how they choose, then, you know, I don't think government should have any say in that. 
nope. <laughs> Disqualifier. So long, Nikki. You can't. Uh, you can't answer that question. So long. What kind of a convoluted freaking See? runaround answer that was? All it says to me is you're paid for. You have to choose your words wisely. You just can't say it. How did Trump answer that when Megyn Kelly had it? Because people were not happy with him either, to be honest. And I, don't I don't remember. I don't remember how he answered no. How did he answer Can a man become a woman? Um, <laughs> in my opinion, you have a man, you have a woman. I, 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 think, I think part of it is birth. Can the man give birth? No. No, although they'll come up with some answer to that also. Someday, I heard just the other day, they have a way that now the man can give birth. No, I would say uh, uh, I'll continue my stance on that. Which is a man can't give birth, so you're saying that... Men can't become women. Yeah. That you can't. That's what I took out of that. That's what I would take out of it. Yeah. But I would say that was more clear than what... Nikki Haley oh, said. that roundabout thing, yeah. Whatever that was. <laughs> Again. It's the art of McGurkin. That was McGurkin, yes. man. Um, on a lighter note, saw this today. Um, it was red flags that if you see this in somebody's house, I don't know if this could be like a friend, a dating relationship, whatever, you see this immediate red flag in somebody's house. Just see if you agree or not. Okay. Okay? Pets that have been not cared for properly yeah oh yeah yeah definitely i think that's for everybody um no hand soap in the bathroom how about bar soap Does that count the, any soap okay yeah that's what they're saying this like you, you, you're going to wash your hands after yeah, you go I, to the bathroom and there's no soap there maybe they just ran out or forgot to replace yeah that it, could be you know okay not having any hand towels well, that would be a giveaway if you got no yeah, soap, soap or hand towels. Yeah. No one's washing around here. Well, I, right. there are a lot of I'm, I, I feel very convicted right now because there's a lot of times in my house when there are no hand towels, but that's because I got toddlers running around and. Well, that's a different. They thing. take the hand towels away, and then somebody goes to use the restroom, and yeah, yeah. Yeah, but if she's making dinner afterwards, I. What? If there's no hand towels or soap in her bathroom, and then she's out there. You know, making ha- patties for hamburgers or whatever. <laughs> oh, putting her hands in the I'm food. Like, yeah, I thought we were talking about toddlers. I'm like, what the no, heck no, are you no, talking no, about? No, no, I'm talking David's about, got his toddlers. I'm talking about red flag. Making the burgers. Yeah, no. <laughs> okay, no. I got you. Put them no. to work. Well, maybe man. they are. I don't know. Start working, kids. Um, a dirty toilet. How dirty? Dig it. Yeah, I'm just it just say. depends. Different people yeah. are like, yeah, it's not bad. And other people are like, are you kidding? Yeah. Are we talking about like crusted spray? Yeah. See, good God. Yeah. Golly. How about trash piled beyond the trash can? Red flag? Yeah. Yeah, usually. Okay. Hoarding? Yeah. Well, collecting is different. It said most people. Yeah, because you're a hoarder. Oh, I'm a collector. (laughs) (laughs) I refuse your assessment of my character, sir. Well, I would say this. At least in your living space, it's picked up. You just keep taking out more and more storage space to pay for. That's true. Well, I've only got one locker. It's full, but... But you have it at friend's house now. Yeah. Different people. Well, one of my buddies has got some stuff. It's two. Yeah, okay. Plus my garage, man. Yeah. You got stuff in your garage, too? Yeah. Oh, golly. Um, Like, if if the sink is piled up with dirty dishes. If it's a... If it's the first time. Oh, that's time Robin's I'm, again. Well, if it's reasonable, if it's not like stacked like mold on it or something. 
Okay. Or gravy is crusty. Okay, I think we get the picture now. I, I don't want to. I didn't bring this up just to convict you. This was just conversation. I don't feel piece. convicted. No, you had that look on your face. He's he's fine in his sty. <laughs> right. Hey man, if you want to pay for it, you can do whatever you want to with it. Uh, news update you want to hear straight ahead. here oh great i'd love some but i'm worried about my stomach issues if you're worried about having diarrhea gas bloating stomach pain or loose oily stools it may not just be stomach issues it could be a condition called exocrine pancreatic insufficiency or epi with epi the pancreas doesn't release enough enzymes to break down food but epi is manageable use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor that's identifyepi.com sponsored by abvi Offer not valid in all states or prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. Honey, the credit card bill came, and we're maxed out. Maxed out cards. Rent is due. We just need some extra cash to help us get by. Maybe we should go to 27cash.com. With our bad credit? 27cash.com is one of the largest personal loan networks. They can help people with any type of credit get up to $5,000, and cash can hit our bank account as soon as tomorrow. When you need extra cash, go to 27cash.com. That's 27cash.com. 27cash.com. Hey guys, this is Dr. Williams, radio show host and chief scientific officer at Invite Health, and I hear from men every day about their struggles with erectile dysfunction and prostate issues from bad sleep, no energy, problems performing in the bedroom. With 25 years of satisfied customers, we know that our powerful blend of clinically studied nutrients and prostate HX can help. Order your bottle of prostate HX today and get 50% off. Order two bottles and receive a free bottle of our testosterone-enhancing formula, Masculine HX. Call 800 671-9900. That's 800-671-9900. If you want better sleep, more energy, and of course stamina, call us now for Prostate HX. And don't forget to get your free bottle of our testosterone-boosting masculine HX. Call 800-671-9900. That's 800-671-9900. Or go to ProstateHX.com. That's ProstateHX.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. I haven't heard this yet. So this was CNN last night, David? Yeah, CNN, as Trump was giving his victory speech, you know, a very serious-faced Jake Tapper cut him off about 10 minutes into the speech, I, I think, and uh, wanted to let viewers know we're not going. We are not going to listen to the dangerous rhetoric of Donald Trump. I can't imagine why they think that's a good thing. Donald Trump declaring victory with a historically strong showing in the Iowa caucuses. If these numbers hold the biggest victory for a non-incumbent president in the modern era for this contest, a relatively subdued speech as these things go so far, although here he is right now under under my voice. You hear him repeating his anti-immigrant rhetoric. Uh Oh, God, just. You mean anti-illegal immigrant right rhetoric because it's against the law jake what a tool open your house jake man oh man desperately need places to go <laughs> i mean seriously you you're so damned uh, you know sure of yourself there 
it's just that's another the wrong guy direction then hey whose credibility has been blown first away out haircut. by his own doing i mean i don't i don't need you to sound excited about anything jake but he sounds like a kid who just watched his dad get his ass kicked at the company picnic right like just every, i don't i don't like this at all i don't know how to process this <laughs> he had to know it was coming right right oh my goodness more on that a little bit later because, I mean, you look at the history of Jake Tapper just in the last five years. Well, we're, we just can't air this sort of thing. The crap that you have aired, please. Um, every once in a while, do something just to get a smile. And I think there's something that's going to bring a smile to Van Camp's face. Okay. I think you might need it today. Well, for a long time, you've been a fan of Hank Hill. Yeah. Fair? From King of the Hill, the, the old Fox cartoon. Yeah. Yes. What the hell? Yeah, right. Yeah. Yes. Um, what if Hank Hill were to sing I've... a Morgan Wallen song? Ooh. Someone may have asked AI to do this for him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Isn't that great? That is not part of the job. Well, you don't have to do it. It's AI, actually, that's doing it. Here it is. I know that last night we let the liquor talk. I can't remember everything we said, but we said. It's pretty good. It's yeah, it is. I want to hear him do Rapper's Delight. So I don't have that. Or I'm something sorry. like that. Baby, baby, something's telling me this ain't over yet. No way it was our last night. Last night. See, with Scott, you like the idea of Morgan Wallen. You just don't actually actually like to listen to Morgan Wallen. That's I don't the even idea. know what he sounds like. Is that what he sounds like? Sort of. Okay. Yeah. I do like the idea of Morgan Wallen. Yeah. I but then I play a song. I remember I had a song going one yeah. day, and you're like, what is that? Yeah. <laughs> the way you phrase well, it. Idiots. But it, it, what, that was Morgan Wallen. You're like, yeah, that's that's not my a thing. A little bit of it. gravy being sopped there. You hate America, Scott, so. Yeah, right. I do. Yeah. You, you disparage the country music. I don't. It's, it's, uh, not all of it. A lot of it. I like the Jelly Roll. <laughs> Name two songs. Uh, Lord, I need a. Uh, what is right, yeah. I'm sorry, but this a ends favor right now. Yep. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Hey, it's Jamie Markley. David Van Camp. Me, Scott Robbins. From the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Where we turn mundane into madness. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening on the radio. But have you dared to join in the fun online? Follow us on Instagram for video and behind-the-scenes content. Hey, is that a good idea that we do that? Sure, why not? You can also yell at us on X or Twitter. It's that thing Elon Musk runs. And Facebook, because Grandma deserves a daily dose of Barkley Van Camp and Robin. Yeah, stop doom-scrolling and stalking your old high school classmates. Search MVCR Show on Instagram, X, and Facebook. Because life's too short for boring radio shows. Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Oh, I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. All right, David, where do you want to start? A few things popping. 
Uh, yeah, a few things popping. Uh, let's start with something aside from the Iowa caucuses for mix it up a little bit here. Okay. Um, of course, the Israel-Hamas war continues, and there are some uh, spoiled brats within the federal government who are wanting to undercut the president of the United States and the, and the support that he has given thus far to Israel, closest ally in the Middle East. Yes. And it's one thing to have private conversations, right? You, you would hope there'd be a deliberation process and all of that when any foreign policy is on the table, that you would have a discussion, naysayers and, and supporters together coming to a consensus. But once that consensus has been reached, it's time for you to shut up and do your job. That's at least my personal belief. Well, yeah. In any organization. Of course. Um, it's like, have the fight, but once the decision is made, make it work. Try to make it work to the best of your abilities. Sure. Um, but there are some within the White House who are talking about in the State Department and other branches or other uh, sectors of the executive branch uh, that are talking about walk, doing a walkout, walk off the job and protest. So long. Yeah. So Go ahead. Bye. Secretary of State Antony Blinken on CNBC was asked... Do you are you supportive of this, the idea that you'd have this kind of public protest undermi undermining uh, your boss? Hmm. Look, we've had I can just speak for the State Department. Mm -hmm. uh, we've had a number of people in the department um, since October uh, raise questions, raise concerns, raise criticisms of uh, policies, policies that Israel is pursuing, policies that we're pursuing, and. The kind of place that I want to have, the institution I want to have, is a place where people feel comfortable doing that. Right. Uh, we oh have something gosh. called the dissent channel that allows anyone <laughs> in the department uh, to raise a concern. Um, we've had a number of those. I read every single one. But walking off the job. Look, fireable? Okay. All I can think is Afghanistan, the way everything's gone, basically in the Middle East since Biden's taken over. It's this leadership by weakness that's gotten it us into this situation to begin with it just goes on and on with these people from my from my perspective i want to make sure that people feel that they can um say what they believe express themselves but then, they do, they, but they, then do they ultimately have to get behind they, the they, position they, of they, the ultimately, they ultimately have to have to be on the job and do their jobs but uh, the main thing is this uh people feel the need to uh to speak up and speak out if you don't feel no. good about the mission, find another job. Get yeah. out. Get out. Yeah, no. Here's I mean, what we're doing. Here's how we're doing it. Get in line or move on. That's it. That's it. That's like any gig, isn't it? Yes. I mean, I I have, you have, all of us have at one point in time worked for people who don't like the direction of wherever the radio station was going at the time. Right. Didn't think the music was right and blah, 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 but they didn't bring their own music in and start playing it. They didn't, and if, well, not not if they were going to be around very long. I understand. Yes, I mean, I did fire a guy on the phone for that once. I'm sure you did. Yeah, I mean, you you can't take it into your own hands. You well, can't stand in the lobby and bitch about it. Well, no. To David's point, you want to have a conversation. Okay, you're going to do this walkout thing, right? No, you don't get to do that. No, this is an adult world we live in. Work needs to be done. You're not represented by the intern union. But Blinken, that's that's par for the course for that guy, uh, to me. 
Again, this well, is insanity. Well, it's the melee. Of course. Yeah, you know, it's well, leading they have by a right weakness. to their opinion. It doesn't yeah, mean you have to lead with an iron fist. No, but. But you have to have authority. Dude, somebody needs to step up and say, no, that's not how things are run. We don't do that. I mean, if you want to put something in the suggestion box, then go ahead. <laughs> Think about this. It seems like it's every other day, like with the Houthi rebels. Yeah. And and here they're lobbing more bombs over. We and we gave them a stern warning. We hit. We no. sent the message. No. No more. Yeah. No. Don't do it anymore. Right. It's less than 24 hours. Boom. They do it again. Of course they, do it again. they are. They don't, they don't have any respect for no. Biden or Blinken. And then, you know. ABC, NBC going to talk about Blinken going over to talk to Netanyahu. And he's going to say, hey, we want a timeline. We want A, B, and C. Netanyahu doesn't give a flip what Blinken has to say about anything. He just has to go through the motions to do it. You know he doesn't care. You can't control your own people. You're not going to control my country. Okay, get out of my sight. Go. Totally agree. These okay. guys. <laughs> well, they have a right to, you know, we have differing opinions and g- 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 you don't run the country. No. In turn, shut up. Get out. Move. Go. Okay. Moving on. Um, well, who said that 81% of voters think Nikki Haley is poisoning the blood of America? What is oh, that? Nikki that was, Haley. That was MSNBC's Lawrence O'Donnell. He got the talking points last night. Nikki Haley didn't win Iowa uh, because she's not white. Oh, my goodness. That's what this is about? That's what they're saying? 81% of those people agree with Donald Trump that immigrants are poisoning the blood of this country. That means that 81%... People are tired of illegal immigration. Yeah. Look at the polling. Yeah. He, Hammer boy. ...of the Republican primary electorate believe Nikki Haley has poisoned blood and is poisoning the blood of the United States. Seriously, yeah, that's how a country gets divided. What a clown they, show! They believe what that guy is saying. That's pure poison. Yeah. By the way, did you ever look at her in that way? I like she's an immigrant. Never. I no. haven't either. No. no, I you know, and and he's he what he's citing there is a CBS News poll, the last one that came out before the uh, Iowa caucuses, and he doesn't even get what the polling says correctly. No. What he's saying, what what the question is, Trump's statement, immigrants illegally entering the country mm-hmm. are, quote unquote, poisoning the blood. 81% of uh, Republican primary voters did say yes. Illegally entering is actually kind of the key part there. Sure. Of course. But he's racist. So what do you do when you're a racist? You take race out of everything. And make it racist. So that, as a roadblock for Nikki Haley, is impossible. But it also shows you what you're up against in any kind of campaign against voters like that. The the convertibility of voters like that to anything other than the Trump view of the world is impossible. There's no campaign ad. There's no speech you can make. There's no, you know, (laughs) Republican who Chris Christie might be able to convince some of them. Not them. Not any of the 81%. Not one of them can be converted. Okay. Do you remember 2016 for a while when Ben Carson was leading? At that time, what you didn't know was all of those uh, racist Republican voters, they thought he was white. Right. Wow. Yeah, they, they were putting him behind a curtain yeah. and just having him speak. 
They didn't. Once they saw he was black, they're like, oh, oh no. Oh, oh, he's out. He was referred to as the Oz candidate. You just wait. Yeah. Until Republican voters figure out that Vivek in Iowa wasn't white. Just wait. They're going to say, can I get my vote back? <laughs> yeah, if the name Vivek Ramaswamy wasn't tip-off enough. Yeah. <laughs> that just sounds like a like a white dude from Irvine, California, doesn't it? Yeah, it I does. Mean, yeah. <laughs> Stop the hammering. Yeah, st- stick to what you're good at, Lawrence O'Donnell. Griping and moaning about someone hammering offset. Stop the hammering out there. Who's got a hammer? Where is it? Where's the hammer? Where is it? Is it on the... Uh, go up on the other floor. Somebody go up there and yeah. stop the hammering. Stop the hammering. <laughs> was it the best show he ever did? It was a great show. It never got better than that. They're out there somewhere. <laughs> out of control. <laughs> Crazy <laughs> sound coming in my ear. This <laughs> stupid hammering. It just <laughs> sucks. It <laughs> sucks to be out here with this out of control <laughs> Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Still an all-timer. I don't, this, this is total ADD theater now at this point. But okay. it was a clip I got last week because I thought it was funny, and that reminded me of the infamous meltdown that Bill O'Reilly had. Oh, yeah. On what it was that, Entertainment Tonight or whatever, where he's like, yeah. Yeah, do it, it live. Do it live! Yes. Did you hear Bill O'Reilly's meltdown on his podcast? No. About the left in America? No. Uh-uh. Okay. Is this recent? Yeah, th- this was from last week. Oh, no, I haven't heard it. Uh-huh. Uh, here, here it is. We got to stop this now. <laughs> if I, I'm telling you, I don't have any progressive friends anymore. They're gone because I can't stomach them. Criminals running wild, murdering people because progressive DAs funded by George Soros don't want to punish the violent criminals. That's what you're giving me? You support that? Get out of my house. <laughs> out. Yeah. I've had it. Biden is not going to get any better. <laughs> and the Democratic Party has to get destroyed next November. I don't care whether you like Trump or not. Trump governed this nation in a responsible way where everybody prospered. And if you don't believe that, you're a moron. There you go. <laughs> that's, Bill O'Reilly hit his limit. Ah, that's pretty good. He's yeah, had man. enough. Yeah, I don't blame him, man. He'll be checking them off at the door before they enter. Progressive, get out! <laughs> out of my house right now. Dude, seriously, you go back to that O'Donnell thing, him believing, what was it, 81%? Yeah. I think that Nikki Haley has what? Poisoned the blood. Of America. Have you ever heard anybody in nobody your life that. talk like that? No, and nobody said that about her, never has. Oh he's, my goodness. He's ridiculous. They're oh, all man. they're all freaked out well, right there, now. There's more race baiting to get to from that network. We'll get it to oh, it in yeah. a bit. It's unreal. Too many white evangelicals in Iowa. Joy Reid was freaking out last night. Biggest racist on TV. Buddy. Something else I saw today. Oh yeah, we, we mentioned this briefly. We didn't have much time to get into it. If you could trade years of your life for $500,000 each, how many years would you give up? Wow. I it all mean, depends on how old you knew you were going to be, yeah, right? Yeah, that's true. Do you want to just give a number in general, David? 
just like an age or the number of uh, it all depends on yeah. what when i when what age i'm counting back from let's just say you're going till 90 mm-hmm. you trade the last two years for five hundred thousand dollars each yeah, i would yeah i mean i'll probably trade the last five two worst years of my life are going to be there too so, all right yeah. say it's only 70 oh boy i'm too close <laughs> <laughs> i know that's like that's like six months away for you, Scott. Well, not six months, but, you know, nine months. No, I'm kidding. No. It's a ways yet, but still. Less than eight years, I suppose. Yeah. Trade the last two for a million bucks. Now, if I'm going to live to be 70? Well, you're taking it down to 68. Hell no. 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 Okay. What no. if it was 80? No. Okay. It's got to be higher than that. All right. What about you, David? 70? Um. No. You know, I hmm, no, I, I, my limit would probably be eighty. Okay, What's like yours? if I know I'm going to live to eighty, and you say, "Hey, you can get a million bucks, and you're going to die at seventy-eight," I, I think I could be fine with that. I, my mind will melt because I don't want to mess with the natural order of things. No, but, but I mean, when when I think about some people that I've seen that have lived like yeah. to an older age mm-hmm. in the last couple of years. I think if you would have shown them everything that was going to happen, would they have taken the deal? They'd have said, yeah, give me that million. Yeah, I think so, too. I th- yeah, I, I do. think there's I something to that. Yep. Yeah, just a fun little thing to talk about. You know, taking a break from racist hosts on national TV. But don't worry, we're jumping right back. You won't believe what freaking Joy Reese said. And much more coming up. Pizza's here. Oh, great. I'd love some, but I'm worried about my stomach issues. If you're worried about having diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools, it may not just be stomach issues. It could be a condition called exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI. With EPI, the pancreas doesn't release enough enzymes to break down food, but EPI is manageable. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by AbbVie. Offer not valid in all states or prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. Honey, the credit card bill came, and we're maxed out. Maxed out cards. Rent is due. We just need some extra cash to help us get by. Maybe we should go to 27cash.com. With our bad credit? 27cash.com is one of the largest personal loan networks. They can help people with any type of credit get up to $5,000, and cash can hit our bank account as soon as tomorrow. When you need extra cash, go to 27cash.com. That's 27cash.com. 27cash.com. Yo, Scotty, I know you love watching sports. Have you heard about the new way sports fans are adding to their excitement while watching their favorite team? Of course I have. It's Prize Picks. It's the largest daily sports fantasy platform in North America. And sports fans everywhere love Prize Picks. So what's all the excitement about? Prize Picks makes daily fantasy sports easy. Instead of battling thousands of players, including pros and sharks, you pick more than or less than on two to six players' stat projection and then watch the winnings roll in. Yeah, Prize Picks is real simple to play. You make your picks and submit your entry. 
in less than 60 seconds. That's right, Jamie. This week, I'm uh, thinking d- of taking... Don't even say it. Don't say it. No. You'll jinx them. Well, here's the good news about that. Prize Picks even has a reboot policy so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Go to pricepicks.com slash MBCR and use code MBCR for a first deposit match of up to $100. Go to pricepicks.com slash MVCR and use the code MVCR for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. I'm Jamie Markley, the Gen Xer. David Van Camp, the millennial, the sexy boomer, Scott Robbins. You know, one of the problems having the caucuses in Iowa, I mean, white Christians there. <laughs> Especially evangelicals. Joy Reid, MSNBC. Oh, all right. These are white Christians. That this is a state that is overrepresented by white Christians that are going to participate in these caucuses, especially tonight. Um, I today, earlier today, reached out to Robert Jones, Robbie Jones, um, from the Public Mm -hmm. Religion Research Institute, knowing that we were going to talk about Iowa. And this is a hyper evangelical white state. And he said the following to me Iowa is about 61% white Christian. The country as a whole is approximately 41% white Christian. And in Iowa, we're talking about evangelical white Christians. And he said the following. Okay, before you can get to what she's going to say there, you know, when you're talking about Christians, like, by ethnicity, there's a higher percentage of black people that say they're Christian than white people. Same with Latinos. Yeah. I don't ever hear that get broken down because white Christians aren't the big boogeyman of the left. Mm -hmm. It's never about analysis. It's about something else. Right. And then she gets there. Go ahead. Because I asked him, what do they get out of supporting Donald Trump? Because he keeps losing, he keeps delivering losses and losses and losses. And he said the following. They see themselves as the rightful inheritors of this country. And Trump has promised to give it back to them. Have you ever known anyone? No. No. I don't even know anybody who thought that. She talked to someone who's trying to what? Read the minds of millions of people? That is the biggest bunch of garbage I've ever heard. And it goes on. All the things that we think about, about electability, about, you know, what are people gaming out? or mm-hmm. None of that matters when you believe that God has given you this country, that it is yours, and that everyone who is not a white conservative Christian is a, is a fraudulent American. There's not one white Christian I've ever known in my entire life that thought that way. Well, that makes two of us. Not one. Me either. It's just absolute racist garbage and if they did i'd go slow your roll here man i'm done whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I'm, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not into that absolutely okay is a less a less, a less real american then you don't care about electability you care about what god is giving wow man the uh fulton county da Fonnie willis over the weekend mm-hmm. said that um if you criticize her it's because you're racist and sexist and her prosecuting trump is fulfilling Jesus's mission for her. That is correct. And yeah. I'm guessing Joy Reid doesn't have crap to say about that. Of course Something not. she explicitly said. Nope, nothing. Okay. No. But that's why these people need to be shown as the race hustlers they are. Because that's all they have going. Wow. They're running a campaign I'm on stunned it. with that. It's crazy, isn't that's it? That's crazy. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Okay. Biggest story today, David. You uh, even look like you got punched in the nose on that one. 
Well, I mean, it's just like not so much like it hurt you, but as much as you're like stunned, like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe she actually said that. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it, it, it's just flat out racist is what it is. It is. And um, man, for all she the just colored her hair white, too. Yeah, <laughs> for, for all the talk about, you know, dog whistles and whatnot. I mean, this is she's saying that what uh, white evangelical Christians vote for Trump because he's going to make it a white evangelical Christian nation. Yeah. Despite a lack of evidence. <laughs> To Correct. support that claim. Correct. They're okay. into mind reading. Yes. Ah. They think they know. Okay. Get a news update and the Robin Strike Back the straight ahead. Van Camp and Robbins Show. Thank you for being here. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. News update, David Van Camp. Got more disinformation coming from the White House about what's happening at the southern border. So, you know, uh, Texas state officials have taken over uh, a little part of uh, the border near uh, Del Rio, a little park area. Essentially, they're going to start arresting people for trespassing. And they're saying, yeah, the feds can't come into this this place. We're going to handle this. Border Patrol Union chief said that that's a force multiplier. Good. Said so we can focus on other areas of the border. But the White House is now claiming that the governor of Texas, Greg Abbott, has blocked Border Patrol from accessing the border completely. That's not true. No, it's not true. Okay. Kareem Jean-Pierre, White House press secretary, saying it today during a press briefing. What? And there's been multiple actions that this governor has taken, right? Blocking Border Patrol from accessing the border, that's a problem. When he's, when, he's act, when he's blocking them and putting Texas officials, then he's taking away the duties of what the Border Patrol is supposed to do. And so it is a problem. Yeah. Uh, really? Yeah. Who's the problem for? Yeah. Well, well the, one of the key pieces of disinformation, which was picked up and spread all over the place until it was actually debunked, was that there were three migrants who drowned, and the reason they drowned, as the story went, uh, was that the Border Patrol was blocked from saving them. In fact, CBS News still has a video up claiming that, that, that Texas officials physically blocked Border Patrol from saving migrants who were drowning. Now, Biden's own Justice Department is saying there's no evidence of that. In fact, Tragically, yes, there was uh, uh, an adult woman and then two uh, children, I believe, ages 10 and 8, who drowned. Horrible. And unfortunately, it happens all the time, especially on Biden's watch because of this border crisis. Yep. But they they drowned on Mexican authorities on the other side of the river, actually found them. Texas authorities never even got the report or they got uh, perhaps a report, but they couldn't find anybody in distress. And they never blocked Border Patrol from going in the water to try to save anybody. We're just used to these people lying. But, you know, they do it with such conviction, though, don't they? Oh, yeah. I mean, man. Yeah. Until, you know, 
a higher percentage of people realize that they're lying. It's just going to continue to happen. Golly. Uh, one thing before your trifecta, Scott. Mm -hmm. uh, your girl had a little mishap the other night. My girl? Well, she was your girl at one point in time. I guess hasn't been officially your girl in a while. Uh, Madonna. She was never my girl. You played... All of her well, hits played Top her 40 hits, Radio, you and you solid. liked her for a long time. I and didn't, then it, well, it, hang on a second. You I liked said I liked a, a couple of, of tunes of hers. You liked her as an artist for a number of years well, and then fell out of favor. She was that good fair? for the format, yes. <laughs> Damn. I hate it when you do that to me because I feel like I love Madonna. I got all her records or something. I don't. Well, you, you, didn't you have a platinum record? No, I don't have a platinum record oh. for Madonna. You helped break her as an artist, didn't you, as a top uh, 40 J? Well, I mean, if we did play Lucky Star, we were one of the first stations. See? So, yeah, I mean, I suppose. She's got this big tour going on, you know. Is that the, thing back on? Yes. Oh, okay. The, people were sharing clips online. It's really uncomfortable. Like, it, it's like this old woman gyrating. It's yeah, disturbing. It's, yeah. Uh, she pulled a Biden the other night. She got confused what town she was in. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. She was in Toronto. Okay. Whoops. Are you ready, Boston? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> the fans don't even care. <laughs> <laughs> no. Are it's we like, in Boston? All right. Like, like, no, Toronto. Oh, bleep. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. That could happen to anybody, Scott. It's not going to stop you from going to that show, right? That's the thing with the singing and dancing and the choreographed stuff. You can't do that stuff when you're 65, and she is. <laughs> She's doing it. Somebody's paying to see it. Well, Kinda parts crazy. of her is 65. Yeah. yeah. Her toenails. <laughs> well said. Yeah. You ready for your big three? Yeah, let's All right, go. here we go. Are you ready? It's the three most important news stories of the day. I hit the trifecta. Well, at least according to Scott Robbins. It's the trifecta on the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Every day about this time, the Scott Robbins trifecta, helped by his top 40 hero. I'm Casey Kasem. Hey, buddy. I'm ready. No football last night. Three. I waited. I waited. Okay. Never Good. <laughs> three. Number three, Charles Barkley has had it with Chicago Bulls fans. You know, we talk about a lot of times on this what? show that sometimes we dislike teams because of the fans. Yeah. You know, we just don't like their fans. They're like, ugh. Like Raiders fans used to be so obnoxious. I don't know if they still are or not, but, you You know. still go off on Raider fan. I don't well, quite Raider get it. Well, Raider fan is still obnoxious, but not as obnoxious. It's some of the people that you know personally. Yeah, I and I do, and they, they're obnoxious. Okay. But the other night was really something. And this has been, I mean, a lot of sports shows have talked about it. It also made the news, all the morning shows. Okay. And Charles Barkley weighed in. And he weighed in on the Chicago Bulls when they're honoring the champions night. Oh, I heard something you about know, this. And they because brought, Pippen and Jordan didn't show up, Pippen, right? Jordan or Rodman didn't show. Thanks, guys. Rod, Appreciate it. Pippen, nobody. Wow. Jackasses. Uh, but Jerry Krause, the guy who, you know, like him or not, and a lot of, a lot of Bulls fans don't like him because they hold him responsible for breaking the team up once they went through the championship. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Jordan never liked him, and Jordan mocked him all the time. And, you okay. know, but Krause died in 2017. Can I call time out for a yeah. second? I just want to clarify something. When you, yeah. when you said jackasses, who were you referring to? Was well, it the, those? I mean, the whole Jordan, Pippen, Rodman thing, I'm just so tired of it. What? I am. 
I mean, you I, and Michael I, Jordan, I Mike. I, I tight. do. You guys showered together. I know we did. We shared a moment, but I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but but the whole we're not going nonsense to honor a team that that city just put on its shoulders. I mean, the statue of Jordan's outside the United Center. I mean, yeah. the least you could do is show up. Are okay. you so damn busy that you can't show up for one night in Chicago and be honored and have the fan? I mean, everybody. Longley was there. A whole bunch of other guys were there. Ron Harper, a bunch of the guys from the team. Except the biggest three personalities. Exactly. Those were the uh, Rodman you expected because he doesn't know where he is, let alone, but you know, being Well, he's there. got world peace he's still working on. Well, right. He's probably in Korea. Yeah. So who knows with him? With him, you don't even expect it. He may have even been in Chicago and just forgot about it. Who knows? <laughs> But Pippen and Jordan have this little feud going back and forth, and, you know, it's just a ridiculous thing. So, so Charles Barkley said what? So, anyway, getting back to what I initially was saying, Jerry Krause, who was sort okay. of the guy, the general manager that sort of put this whole thing together, right, yeah. all those years, he was a short, dumpy guy, um, and Jordan mocked him and made called him crumbs, you know, all the time. <laughs> I mean, he did. Yeah, if you watch the last yeah. match, you know all this. Yeah, and yeah, he yeah. was really kind of mean to him overall. Yeah. But uh, his widow was there, just a 77-year-old woman Okay, who, when she announced his name and her name accepting in his honor, they booed her. So this woman is crying. Oh, they brought her man. to tears, freaking idiots that were booing her. And so when they went back, I mean, I will say this, Stacey King, who was doing the game with the Bulls, just complained about it. He's like, this is ridiculous. These people don't deserve to be here. You know, the thing they did to that poor woman is, wow. is terrible. And uh, so Barkley then went on and ripped him after that. So what happened in Chicago the other night was a disgrace. It was a flame-out disgrace. Having the wife cry like that, that was wrong on a million different levels. And then Michael, Scotty, and Dennis don't show up. That was wrong, too. It was a disgrace. The legacy of the Chicago Bulls, they were a great organization. Now we have the greatest player in your organization who won six championships. He's not even there. Disgraceful. I agree with you, Chuck. Maybe Chuck's a little bitter because he didn't get that chip. Could be, but he and Mike are friends, right? I mean, he's been like big yeah. buddies with Jordan for a long time. But but when he criticized him as an owner, yeah, op- yeah, the, there was a falling out. There. Yeah, there was a fracture. Well, if you don't agree with Michael 100 percent of the time, he um, has a tendency to put you in the yeah. now freeze. on with the countdown. Wow, that's a good start, man. That was interesting. All right, Scott Robbins trifecta top three of the day up to number two. Number two, an art teacher is in some trouble. Oh, God, here we go again. It seems like we got one of these stories every freaking week. Mary Jo Gordo. She's 29 years old. Okay. She faces three counts now of sexually exploiting a minor and federal child pornography charges. Gordo entered a not guilty plea January the 8th, signed a waiver, and scheduled an appearance in Orlando. Now, she is accused of, with an eighth-grade student of having relations with him in hotels and her car and filming it. Whoa. And sharing the video with the kid whose mom found the video. Oh, my goodness. Now, the another interesting thing about this was she was, of course, terminated immediately. Right. Got another job in like six months at another school. As a teacher? Yeah, as an art teacher. Yeah. Holy smoke. I know, dude. I mean, did anybody do a background check? Anybody call anybody about this? So at any rate, we don't. We I mean, she's she's pled not guilty. It's going to go to trial. 
But it is, I mean, the the video evidence is right there. Unless you work for the Biden administration, you can't deny that. <laughs> right. Right? David, can I ask you a quick question? Yeah. Did you already look her up? I, I did. did. So, okay. Yeah. Because as you were telling the story, I saw David's eyes go to the screen, and I'm like, is he looking her up? Because this happens every time. Well, I, I'll, take, I'll take his assessment here. I mean, yeah. It's always crazy to people. It doesn't matter. I know. Dude, it is. It's always crazy to people. Like, why? Yeah, And there's this crazy psychology behind it. It's nuts, man. Just (laughs) even at that. Wow. But the craziest part of this story is another job within six months. Yeah. Wow. And the countdown continues. Yes, this guy. But I never did get your assessment, David. I said kind of hot. Okay. That's exactly what I thought. Exactly. (laughs) And finally, we're just Neanderthals in the cave, one. dragging our knuckles, <laughs> just... breathing through our mouth, aren't we? Yes, I know, I know, me too. Listen, get it. it's not just dude. I've been around when other people hear stories like this, including women. And they're like, well, what does she look like? Everyone has this question. Like, what, did she never have any attention right. paid to her? What ha- why would you do that? I know. Yeah, everybody's trying to figure it out. Jeez. You know. One. Oh, yes. Time for number one. Mm. Uh, number one, mask mandates just returned to some federal buildings. Yeah, reinstated at Sandy Hook National Park following an uptick in COVID hospitalizations in that particular area. Visitors will not be required to wear a mask inside the buildings. This is in New Jersey, by the way. Masks are mandatory now in the Sandy Hook Visitor Center as well as the other buildings where events are held. Now, the decision to reinstate the mask mandate was made after the Centers for Disease Control, the CDC, reported that COVID hospital admissions were considered high in Monmouth County, where the park was located, and in neighboring Ocean County. Now, according to CDC data from the week ending January 6th, Monmouth County and Ocean County have each seen 250 new hospital admissions to confirmed COVID cases. Now, what happens here is, because of the administration and the rules, that you have to do this in a federal building the minute it gets above a certain level. COVID, no matter what is going on currently. And it doesn't matter what kind of mask. Does not matter. N95, no. It no. doesn't matter if does it's just the cloth mask. I don't understand it. Yeah, uh, none of us do. I don't either. And I'm telling you something, man. I mean, it would surprise anybody, anybody, if in this election year, by next fall or end of summer, we see these things brought back into place. People aren't going to do it. I don't think they will either. I think we've had enough. But if your employer says, hey, got to put it on, our HR says you got to do it. Good luck. Just I'm not going to do it? Nope. No. You're going to get fired. Go on. That handicap will finally go down. And there you have it. <laughs> <laughs> and he's not talking about a cane. Talking about the golf His handicap. golf game, yes. Be working on that. <laughs> See, that's good. It's ridiculous. Like that. It's already been proved. They don't work. And then it was, are you talking N95 or are you talking about, what are you doing? Didn't People specify. played this game before. They're not going to play it again. Man. I don't think so either, but who knows? All right, got to get to another news update. And Nimrod's in the news. Straight ahead.
Yo, Scotty, I know you love watching sports. Have you heard about the new way sports fans are adding to their excitement while watching their favorite teams? Of course I have. It's Prize Picks. It's the largest daily sports fantasy platform in North America. And sports fans everywhere love Prize Picks. So what's all the excitement about? Prize Picks makes daily fantasy sports easy. Instead of battling thousands of players, including pros and sharks, you pick more than or less than on two to six player stat projection and then watch the winnings roll in. Yeah, Prize Picks is real simple to play. You make your picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. That's right, Jamie. This week, I'm thinking uh, don't, of taking... Don't even say it. Don't say it. No. You'll jinx them. Well, here's the good news about that. Prize Picks even has a reboot policy so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Go to pricepicks.com slash MBCR and use code MBCR for a first deposit match of up to $100. Go to pricepicks.com slash MBCR and use the code MBCR for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Imagine it's the last ride, but your symptoms of irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or IBS-C are taking you for a ride. What should you do? Keep managing your constipation with belly pain the same old way? Or try getting ahead of your symptoms by talking to your doctor about treating it with Linzess, linaclotide. Linzess is a prescription medicine that treats IBS-C in adults. It's not a laxative. It's a once-daily pill that helps you get ahead of your symptoms. It's proven to help you have more frequent and complete bowel movements and helps relieve overall abdominal symptoms, belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. These symptoms were studied in combination, not individually. Do not give Linzess to children less than two. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Imagine, what could relief from IBSC mean for you? Talk to your doctor and say yes to Linzess. Learn more at Linzess.com or call 1-800-L-I-N-Z-E-S-S. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. News update, David Van Camp. Man, the Daily Beast got its hands on the 911 call that was made uh, for assistance to Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin when he needed to be taken to the hospital. Called the ambulance and says, hey, uh, by the way, when you get here, can you turn off the siren and the lights? We don't, you know, we kind of want to, we don't want to cause a scene in the neighborhood. Interesting. Yeah. Any update on that 911 call with Jeffrey Epstein? Uh, no. Still don't have that. No, that's gone. Huh. It's interesting, isn't it? Yep. Yes, it is. By the way, of course, the NFL playoffs are here. And we've talked about this before. It's a good time now to check out prize picks. Yeah, it's the easiest way to do daily fantasy sports. You're not going up against the pros, the sharks, no one's scamming you, nothing like that. It's just you against the numbers. Yeah, look at the stat projections and then pick more, less, yes. And listen to David Van Camp because he's doing very well. He's doing great. Yeah, there's I mean, no I'm, tankering with lineups. There's no complicated process. Yeah, I'm up 155 bucks on the NFL playoffs. I got screwed by the Steelers a little bit, but that's okay. That's okay. Bragger. Bragger. <laughs> I mean, it's not just football either. I mean, prize picks lets you make picks for like the NBA, the NHL, PGA. And college basketball, too. And there's a reboot policy so that your entries stay in play, even if one of your players does get injured. Yeah, it's really quick. You download the app or go online, fill it out. You can get it done really, really quick. You just do your research, and you don't have to worry about overthinking it or anything else. And get started right now. Just go to pricepicks.com, MBCR, 
Yeah, use code MVCR for yeah, the first deposit match yeah. up to $100. Yeah. And, you know, you could use a helper now and again, and that's what we're here for. I'm, I appreciate that. Thank you. No problem. Prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Time for them. When the Let's going go. gets tough. Damn it, this is too hard. The dumb get dumber. All right, Ian. It's Nimrods in the News on the Martley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. I love the poorly educated. All right. Nimrod's in the news. Wow. Uh, out of Florida. 42-year-old lady, Jessica Beatty. She was caught trying to defraud a court-ordered drug screening. Okay? Some people do. They try to use somebody else's pee. Yeah. Uh-huh. Not a new thing. Um, but trying to use pee collected from her aunt's dog, probably not the best idea. Oh, see? That's, yeah. Um, it does sound like she was caught with the pee before submitting it, though. She then admitted it was her aunt dog's whiz. Mm. She also provided a valid sample uh, that wasn't clean. I mean, there's a reason you're collecting your aunt's dog's whiz. She did test positive for heartworm, though. (laughs) (laughs) She was charged with urine testing fraudulent practices. Ah, yes. And a couple of people in Iowa... In a blizzard, driving over 90 over the weekend. Dang. Wow. And that's Nimrod's in the news.